0: welcome to musings of an extrovert my name is darvin wentes i am your host and today i have a special guest zach would you uh say hi hello what's going on guys zach is a really really cool guy he lives out in pennsylvania he is a real estate agent and uh we're going to talk about real estate today but before we do Please like, subscribe, go ahead and hit that bell. That way you can get notified every single time we drop an episode. Um, And please go and check out our Patreon. Uh, If you'd like to support the podcast, please go ahead. For $5 a month, you can help us grow. Um, And eventually down the road, I'll be getting some merch up there that you can, uh, it could be a part of the subscription. So please go ahead, like, subscribe, and visit that Patreon. So without further ado... Let's go ahead and let's introduce Zach. So, I know Zach uh, from way back. We um, met each other a little while a little while ago, probably, probably at least ten years ago now, right? I was thinking probably somewhere in the neighborhood of like
1: eight to ten somewhere. We're we're getting old. That's that's all I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So Zach uh, is married to uh, a. Uh, girl of a friend of mine from our childhood and uh they had come to our youth group and i got to know them that way so um zach has his own youtube channel zach would you tell everyone what your youtube channel's name is
1: yeah so so my channel is zach williamson real estate i didn't come up with a with a very creative name yet i'm still thinking about like a workshop and something more creative in there but oh uh, yeah but it's zach williamson real estate and basically it's all about um you know your your typical like top five reasons to stop renting or or uh you know here's some ways to win in the financial market this year i just dropped one on um on the current housing market in the harrisburg area for march so there's a lot of like good tips and tricks good real estate stuff on there but it's it's all it's all centered around a specifically central pa real estate basically
0: i love it um yeah, I saw you started your your channel, and I think I watched an episode a little while. It was actually I watched a couple of your shorts. Uh, oh, okay. And I really enjoyed them, so I was like, man, it would be, it'd be cool to get Zach onto the podcast. Uh, I've been doing Musings of an Extrovert for a little while, and uh, probably I'm running up on a year now. I think March last year I did. Wow, I, I, I should do an episode of a reunion, uh, a recap of the Musings of an Extrovert podcast. Um, but yeah, so Zach, uh you are in Pennsylvania, obviously, uh Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area. Uh, and your whole podcast is about real estate. Uh, so we are going to be getting into a lot of stuff about real estate. But before we do, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, what are some of the fun things you enjoy doing? Um, that you and your wife are pregnant, so that's a really big thing in your life. Why don't you just oh, yeah. a little bit of the load down in your life?
1: Yeah, so so basically, if you want to know who I am, um, I I am a realtor, um, but I'm also a youth pastor, and I'm also a husband and a soon to be father. So that's kind of my my big four. If you want to think think about it like that, I uh, I pretty much my my day to day life is all real estate. I'm I'm making content. I'm serving clients. I, I have a bunch of clients. I'm taking out to showings tonight. So. So I have a lot going on as far as the real estate side goes, but um, on Wednesday nights I'm a youth pastor as well, and I, I preach from the pulpit and I get up. Um, we have a we have a group of 15 kids and they're awesome. Um, but the the real big thing that I had wow, Darvin just mentioned is we have we have a baby on the way, so that's gonna be gonna be the really really big uh, time consumer for for the foreseeable future. Um, so got to take a little little bit of time off if I can uh, to get ready for the baby, but we're very very excited. Uh, we're having a baby boy. Um, we haven't told anyone the name yet so the name is a surprise. So if you want to you want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, you'll probably find out the name in a couple months there. <laughs> um but but yeah, we're doing June 3rd. June 3rd is our due date. So coming up pretty fast and we're we're very very excited for this
0: summer. Wife's taken off some time and we we're, we're going to have a blast so yeah. That's awesome. Well, praise God that's such a such a cool thing to hear. Um you know, babies are a huge blessing. I am excited for when me and my wife have have a couple of babies. I've recently got married, um, so I'm very excited about being married. But yes, I'm very excited about that step in the future too. Uh, so praise God. I'm very happy for you guys.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, man. And yeah, we're we're very excited. And there's, uh, it kind of feels like like on one hand, it feels like the end of an era. You know, I'm I'm leaving my my young twenties and all the crazy you know risky stuff you do where you're starting businesses and getting getting into all kinds of all kinds of stuff, but um, but at the, at the same time, it's a start of a really cool new era. So we're really excited. So,
0: yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, why don't we go ahead and dive right in first before we do. Why don't you give people uh, where how to contact you, where to find you. Um, that way, if anyone wants to contact you about buying houses, they can contact you about that. If anyone wants to send you any questions about your YouTube channel, they can do that. So go ahead and give them some, give them some, uh, some good stuff here.
1: Okay. Yeah, for sure. So my, my go-to contact, my number is 717-398-785. And if you guys want to call me, if you're in the central PA area, and if you, if you, uh, learn anything good on this podcast and you want to talk to me, you can call me that way. Um, also Zach Williamson, real estate at gmail.com is my email. And then you can find me all over social. If you look up Zach Williamson, you'll find me on Facebook, Instagram. And again, Zach Williamson, real estate is the YouTube channel. So contact me in a in a variety of ways. I got a lot of stuff out there. So
0: I love it. Uh so let's go ahead and jump right into the real estate market in Pennsylvania. So I am a personal finance junkie. Uh <laughs> okay. but I am not a real estate expert by any means. Um I do love real estate and I love Uh, the market, and I know a lot about it, but you today are the expert for my audience. Uh, So uh, I will ask you some of these questions, and you are educating not only me, but also the others. Uh, So I'm excited to hear about how things are going in Harrisburg. So the market in Pennsylvania, and you are specifically in Harrisburg. Uh, What is the market like right now? I mean, we just went through a pandemic where Everything was crazy, uh, and the, the actual real estate market was no different. It was crazy, too. Uh, so what, uh, what have you seen in these last couple months in Pennsylvania, specifically in Harrisburg?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned uh, personal finance. I'm a huge personal finance nerd, nerd, too. Actually, I don't know if you saw this video, uh, but I, I met Dave Ramsey last year. That was a big that was a big moment for me. Was I got to meet Dave Ramsey face to face? That was really really cool. Um, but anyway, so we we, we can nerd out about personal finance all day if you want to. That's that's great. But um, but yeah. So as far as the oh, yeah. say, side goes, I would just say that it's it's very crazy. Um, it is ever changing. Um, basically, if you want if you want kind of the last six months scoop, uh, we we were slowly but surely uh, you know demand was slowly but sure surely coming back down. Uh, we had we had raised interest rates for a while. So we went from like, you know, 3% interest rates all the way up to about 7 for a while. And now we're, we were coming back down to earth a little bit towards 6 Um, But then recently a new jobs report came out. And after that jobs report came out, um, you know, the the government for whatever reason was saying, hey, uh, people have a lot of money and they're able to buy houses. And so demand has kind of crept back up and interest rates went back up. And now we're in a, you know... You could say it's it's pretty similar to 2021 as far as like hyper competitive uh, state of real estate out here in South Florida. So yeah, things things are getting a little bit more competitive. We we kind of went down down a little bit and then a little bit back up recently. Is kind of how, how you can think about it. So
0: yeah, gotcha. Would you uh, would you share what is the median uh, cost of a house in Harrisburg area?
1: Yeah, so I I went over this on my YouTube channel too. If you guys want to get to go check out the most recent stuff that i put out but uh basically we were we were hovering in dolphin county specifically in the in the area that i mostly serviced uh we were at about two hundred thousand, and we crept back up to 215 and now we're all the way up to 230 so appreciation is growing and that that can change month to month based on a like a if one three million dollar house sells in the area that can drastically change the median price if that makes sense um so so that that's totally possible i didn't look into the specifics of what what markets are, are really booming or what, what aren't. But, um, but yeah, the median price has been slowly creeping up and up and up over the last few years. As, as anyone could have guessed, appreciation has not really slowed. Um, we, we've seen a little bit of a zip, but then we kind of went back up again. So, um, yeah, so appreciation is still wow. rock solid, strong, and, and there's no, we don't really have an end in sight yet.
0: Wow. yeah, So, uh... In a typical week, I mean, like during the pandemic and during during later on during the pandemic and probably twenty twenty one and late twenty one, early twenty two, I mean, things were I mean, you couldn't go out to a house that you just saw that morning on Zillow <laughs> and visit it and purchase it because it already had like thirty offers before you even got to it, and you might have been fifteen minutes away like yep, yep, it, it was crazy what it, what is it like now is there is there a little bit more time like peop, can people go out and actually look at a house can they do inspections on a house can they not do not have to sacrifice a million different things just to get into a building
1: yeah so it's a little i hate to say it but it's a little complicated so on one hand we are so average days on market has risen recently uh, which means that the the amount of time on average that a home is sitting on the market has risen. But it's a little more complicated than that, unfortunately, as you could guess. So there's there's a big, big gap between what we would call quality inventory and not quality inventory. And so we have a lot of inventory that's been mm-hmm. sitting that's, I would say, pretty staggeringly overpriced. It's, it's overpriced to an extreme extent. Um, and those houses have been sitting and sitting and kind of piling up and a lot of people who have listings like that are not able to move off of them because maybe they have a mortgage that is so high that they need to sell it at that price maybe they got it in the last few years and so we have we have a lot of not good inventory and then any good inventory that comes up is still like like it's a tornado like there's there's still like 20 people that show up for that house for instance i had i had a listing that i was going to be g- going to see today um but it's already been uh under contract and it's been about 30 hours like it's it's been about a day and a half and and they said we got an offer that was too good to refuse so so there's a really big gap right now especially in my area where i service where there's a lot of houses that are sitting there's some stuff up there that's been up for 300 days but then there's other stuff that will still get swallowed up in 24 hours so um it's very it's very interesting uh you can see what's priced to sell and what's not pretty pretty quickly and what's a good listing and what's not and yeah i would say it's it's very very competitive for the right stuff and it's there's still a lot of stuff you can get with inspections and with a appraisal and and with um you know all your conventional steps that's been on market longer than 30 days 60 days um but anything that hasn't been it's it's very competitive so yeah
0: wow man that that is that's crazy to hear i i you know i feel like from my recollections of harrisburg um you know i i I can Harrisburg a little bit to Norfolk. Uh, you know, Harrisburg, I think, is substantially bigger mm-hmm. um, space-wise, um, but probably population right around the same, I would imagine. Um, and in Norfolk, I mean, you have spots where, you know, you might have a six hundred, seven dollars $700,000 home, and then the street right next to it it's a house that's like two hundred thousand, one hundred thousand, because it's run down. That's a fixer upper, you know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that, I feel like that's a lot of Harrisburg, too, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's honestly like we we we've, we've talked about it a lot in my office, but um, you know, fixer upper, something that uh, you know a, a traditional three bed rancher, um, you know, one floor. Used to run you about a hundred thousand if you, if it was like a grandma house if you want to call it that about you know one hundred to one twenty now those houses are about two twenty and and the there, there's a lot of debate wow. and and it's hard it's hard to say where we're gonna land but there's a lot of debate on whether this is all just based on inflation for instance like like you probably know this a quarter of the dollars in United States were created during the pandemic so there's a lot of just money that's just inflating everything mm-hmm. you know in you know inflated prices of wood inflated prices of you know everything you can think of right um and so will we ever see the housing market go back down to 2019 prices the answer is probably not um the answer is probably that that appreciation is here to stay it might it might slow down it might get a little bit easier um but we don't don't have the inventory to make it go back down if that makes sense so yeah
0: yeah yeah and inventory is so huge right now it's probably the most crucial piece in my opinion um that I've seen. I mean, you just don't have starter homes for people. Um, you know, most—and I, I think I was listening to a MSNBC uh, Housing in America special uh, where they were talking about how most banks and most builders are choosing to build bigger because yeah. the bigger homes, they produce a more bigger profit in general. Uh, so, and most banks don't want to really give you a very small loan because they're not going to be profitable for them, you know? So that's, that's a huge piece is the inventory. We don't have enough starter homes because people don't want to build them. They're not as profitable, which makes sense, you know? Um, but that is a hard thing for people starting out for sure. Uh, how, what is probably the average income of the kinds of people that you've been able to put into homes?
1: I think, I think the average income, and this this is a very it's it's a complicated question too, because I think the the more pressing problem for a lot of people when it when it comes to buying their first home is actually their debt. So there's there's a thing called debt to income ratio, um, and this is a really really big thing when you go to get a loan. And um, I've had people get a house who make eighteen dollars an hour working at Rudders, but they don't they never went to college, and so they don't have college debt. Or they don't they don't have a car loan or something like that, and so their income their debt to income ratio is actually pretty high because they have a high income they don't have very much debt yeah and the bank the bank will loan them some money right um and the reverse problem which is very very weird you think oh all these people going to college getting good STEM degrees they would be able to get a house right um, but a lot of them have eighty thousand dollars in student loan debt mm. and a lot of them bought a car bought bought a Lexus like last year and they have you know thirty five thousand in, in card loan and so there's like a lot of there's a lot of funky stuff that messes with your debt to income ratio, but I'd say if, if you had to take a, a stab at what the average income um, it's probably normally a family or like a young couple, um, especially people that I work with. They're normally first time homebuyers um, and they probably make a combined about 110. So maybe, maybe 60 each, you know, maybe 60, 55, somewhere like that. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, that sounds about where I, I, I would have thought. Um, yeah. Well, We will be talking more about real estate in just a second. But first, this is my first ad read, guys. Uh, So if you are a business out there, you are a gladiator in the marketplace, you have done all the work up until this very point to try to get your business off the ground. You have gone out, bought something at a lower price, and you sold it at a higher price. Way to go. You're doing really great. When you're in business, you need to think about the future. You need to think about how you're going to scale your business. And after word of mouth, you really need to start marketing. Marketing, marketing, marketing is so important. My company, Wentes & Co., is an advertising agency. I have experience both getting radio, TV, billboards out there, as well as I specialize in Google and bing and facebook and all of those digital ads that you see all over the place so if you would like to get advertising going please go ahead and reach out to www.com us. Uh, and i'd love to talk about your marketing so way to go up until this point but let's work together and let's get you even further that said Zach, let's go ahead and keep talking about the housing market, but let's shift a little bit over into real estate in America. Uh, So you're a real estate agent in Pennsylvania, so I don't expect you to know all of the details of everything in America, Um, but you are still the real estate expert here. So I'll just ask some of these questions and you go ahead and just let us know what you know about all of this. Um, So... 2020 through 2022 was a crazy time in the housing market. People who owned homes in this time frame often were able to sell it off at a profit of 25, 50, even 100% more of what they purchased it for, which is wild, crazy. It is crazy. People were buying their homes without inspections. Sellers got exactly what they wanted, and buyers were at probably one of the biggest disadvantages, at least in my lifetime. What is your read on the next two years of the housing market? Where are we?
1: Yeah, so I guess the so so you're right, and a lot of people profited a ton of money. For instance, if, if you if you owned a house pre 2018, you were you were sitting real pretty right now, um, and re- really anybody who who owned property before then is is very happy with the last two years because everything uh, you know skyrocketed, and you probably refinanced into a better loan. Uh, where you got that better percentage like that two or three percent interest rate um and so that's why a lot of people aren't selling right now um i would say my read on the market for the next two years is something's got to give with inventory i don't know what it's going to be to be completely honest with you uh, but something's going to have to give either there's going to have to be um there's a lot of debate on foreclosures uh but the problem is there's not that many people that weren't paying their mortgage during the pandemic a lot of people that had mortgages already paid them um, there's like a very small percentage of people that would get foreclosed on. It wouldn't bring enough inventory to the market, in my opinion, um, to really fix the problem. And then the other thing is builders. There, there should be a lot more building going on, um, but it's not economically smart. So I, I don't know at what point uh, either builders are going to have to find a new building solution or prices for building materials are going to have to come down or the government's going to have to incentivize building in some fashion, either some some crediting or something, because this isn't good for the overall market. Um, and there's going to be a lot of debate between homeowners yeah. like, hey, I don't want you to build more houses because then that's going to mean the price of mine goes down. Um, so there's, there's a, a whole bunch of economic uh, incentives that are all over the place right now. I think I think the truth is something's going to have to give as far as inventory is concerned. Because So if you don't know much about the housing market inventory right now nationwide, uh, basically we, we track it on a months of inventory status. So a good market would have somewhere between like six to eight months of inventory which means that if nothing else got brought onto the market, we'd have six to eight months of houses before we run out. Right now we've had, over the last couple of years, about one to two months of inventory. So we're talking very, very, like under, under a thousand homes in some big areas. It's pretty insane. Um, so we, we're, we're at about a third or maybe a quarter of the amount of houses that we should have and, and we used to have in 2018, 2019, 2017 um, for a healthy moving housing market that that appreciates about five to ten percent every year that, that that's kind of what we were used to. and I don't know what brings us back there. that's that's the question.
0: but yeah yeah, yeah that that's a really like tough position to be in um for anyone out there looking for a house, if you don't have options, your prices go up. I mean, that's the that's the nature of supply and demand. and so you know that's really. Interesting to know. Uh, so how do you guys actually track the inventory amounts? And do you guys track it in a regional inventory amount? Is it a local or is it national inventory amounts? How do you guys track that? Uh, so it's, it's
1: multifaceted. So, for instance, if you we, we have the MLS, the multi listing service, and if you go in there, you can see um, the amount of houses on the market. And we typically have uh, the our, our MLS has like that amount it should be versus amount it is. Uh, kind of kind of listed out and so for instance we might have in dauphin county at any given time like 200 houses on the market when it should be like 800 like like that was kind of the the gold standard back in the day and so this is why every single house is continuing to go up right because if there's if there's a uh, you know large amount of demand because everyone everyone's going to always need housing right and and people eventually want to get out of the rent cycle no matter when it is no matter no matter what part of their life they're in that, like it's always financially beneficial long term to buy a house, no matter no matter what market you bought it. Even if you bought it pre housing market crash, right before the crash, and still you still came out ahead five years later. So um, there, there's always an economic incentive to do it, and so there's always going to be demand for housing, um, but su- supply of housing is our huge huge problem. So
0: yeah, yeah, interesting. So um, in your opinion, uh, if you took a stab at it, which Direction? Do you think that we would actually see a break in? Do you see any? Uh, do you see builders actually trying to find solutions? Do you see the government making any choices that are pro? You know, inventory in the market. Uh, what What do you see? What have you have you seen while you've been uh, around the market around around housing around actually selling all of these properties? Yeah, so if I had to do some crystal ball analysis, this is this is kind of where I stand, okay. Um,
1: and and the one the one thing I didn't touch on much yet was that a lot of homes that were bought in 2020, 2021 um, were homes bought by investors specifically, um, and a lot of out of market investors. So a lot of a lot of you know rich folks in New York and L A are buying up uh, houses in cash in central Pennsylvania, which which is a huge problem because basically we're just we're just creating a bigger rental market and a couple fish are getting fed while everyone else is like renting it's not not a good it's not a good system to just have a lot of investors doing this um but one thing that i've noticed and zillow and Mm -hmm. redfin and realtor.com and a lot of these places were actually buying houses too um but a lot of them have started like mass selling and there's a company called blackrock which is another big one um but they've started kind of mass selling off their inventory because they bought expecting higher returns than they were getting because homes of the the appreciation rate has slowed a little bit compared to where it was in 2021 and they were trying to make out on 2021 evaluations they've up losing some money so um yep i think some of those countries or countries some of those some of those companies are going to have to end up selling um and i think uh i think that and a mix of building and a mix of whatever the government decides to do with this is going to have to be the solution but yeah it's 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 really like like what what straw breaks the camel's back first is kind of where we're sitting, um, and I, I think everyone has theories on it. My my theory is that there's going to be some kind of sell-off for investors, and um, probably at some point some government inter- intervention, unless unless they decide like, hey, this is this is what the market's doing, and you're gonna you're gonna live in it. And yeah, I, I think in, in five years we're gonna look back and be like, oh, I can't believe I didn't see that coming.
0: But for now, it's it's hard to, it's hard to tell what it was. So yeah, 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 I hear that. Um this is this is probably not a very popular opinion um about the housing market um what I'm about to share. So I have never been the biggest fan of the idea of treating real estate as investments. Um just because of that fact that you know they and don't get me wrong I am probably as, as Dave Ramsey would say a capitalist pig but um <laughs> I I I like the idea of profiting, um, but I also have, you know, there's the other side of me that's like, yeah, you know, I'm in a position where we can't afford to just go out and buy a house, you know, and we can't afford to just sit and, you know, save for 10 years to be able to purchase a house outright, uh, you know. And so there's certain systems in place. And I don't want to call them systems. I think that word really does kind of get thrown around a lot. Uh, But there's certain methods Certain ways that people view um, Their like housing For particularly large investors Who have excess capital Excess cash To be able to go and put it Into an asset like uh, real estate And they will do it Because it's going to be profitable Um, So how to incentivize Against doing that And doing other things Is a very difficult thing Conceptually to try to like, present to anybody, um, but that's something that I've always thought about. I've always felt that way about it because I was like, man, you know, there's so so many little people who can't actually get a house without either taking out excessive amounts of debt or um they, you know, are just stuck in the rent cycle for a very long time, you know, so um that's one it, probably an unpopular view of the the housing market because everyone our age wants to house hack. they want to go buy the house and rent it out and have someone else pay off their mortgage. Um, But that's the exact same thing that a big, large investor is doing. Just you took on more risk by taking out the mortgage on it uh, than the large investor did. Um, But, you know, I I still, I think I will likely own rental property in the future Um, because that's, I realize what we're in and what world we live in. Um, But conceptually that idea has always been in my mind like, oh, you know, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, no, that's actually a really, really interesting thing. And I've actually I, I I kind of hold a similarly unpopular take as you do. I I think um the commodifying of houses to act kind of like stocks is not the best thing. It's it's not there's there's got there's definitely some negative that comes out of that. Um obviously people continuing to rent and then make someone else inherently a lot wealthier is probably not the greatest thing in the world um there's definitely other other avenues that we should look toward for investing um but but what you said at the end is kind of the the position that i hold is that i think you do the best within the system that you're in while advocating for a better system that's kind of the way that i looked at it. and i i know i use the buzzword system a lot in there but you understand what i'm saying like i think i think too um obviously this is the world we live in and it's unfortunate that um that you know, it seems like it's a way for wealthy people to get wealthier in a lot of cases. And that, that, that is the truth. That's why a lot of 90% of millionaires own real estate, right? So there's, there's a reason that they do it, but um,
0: yeah, yep. I, I definitely, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, so we'll uh, kind of go into a little bit of other conversation here. Uh, thank you so much for actually, you know, sharing your expertise with us and, um i uh, hope that you find a ton of customers that the lord opens up the doors for people that need houses and can come to you uh i will definitely be sharing their information with you if i know anyone in pennsylvania looking for a home um so what is next for you what what's kind of the vision i know you started your youtube channel not too long ago um and you've been really you know we were just talking before we started that uh, you've been getting your space set up perfectly for it, um, and so what is next?
1: Yeah, so I my my big goals for the future are just to continue uh, growing. And and one thing I didn't get to mention on here is that I really particularly love working with first time home buyers. Um, part of part off and, and I hate to I don't mean to go back to this topic we were just talking about, but um, yeah, one of the, one of the things that I love about it is that um, buyers don't pay commission, and so I really love that I get to help you know young people actually navigate this insane market and actually get to figure out you know what makes sense for them how can they get a home um for an actual affordable rate um with a, with an affordable payment and get it for the least amount of money down and i i love working with with young first time home buyers because of that um so what's next for me i want to continue sharing that message i i love i love what i do this is genuinely my passion i was in a really um not to, not to overshare, but I was in a really rough spot a couple years ago before I got into real estate, where I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I didn't know where I was going to be. I I got a uh, business management degree from Ship, and I decided that I really didn't want to do the corporate world, and I I really wanted to do something more independent where I could be creative. And this is this is why I do this stuff. This is why I set up my room the way that I did. This is why I set up a mic in here and 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 share sure the knowledge that i do have this is why i go on camera and everything i i really really love doing real estate i love content creation and i'm really excited to be a dad so that's all that's all the next
0: stuff for me so yeah that's awesome yeah i'm excited for you to be a dad i think it, just from our short conversations and what i do know about you i think you're gonna make a great dad uh and it's gonna gonna be a really fun time especially for a young son that'll be really <laughs> cool yeah. So uh, what is something you are looking forward to in fatherhood? Oh, man, in fatherhood, I, I've been I, I'm already joking
1: with Alyssa, my wife, all the time about like, I'm so excited to take him to Hershey Bears games. I'm so excited to take him to the park and like walk around and like I'm really, really we have this really cool lake by us um called Laurel Lake. I'm really excited to take him there because me and my wife would go there and just go on walks and talk about being parents someday. And and talk about our future and stuff. And now we're gonna have him there. It's gonna be awesome. So I I'm just all of that little stuff where you get to just bond with the little guy and and take him out and and do do father father son stuff. I'm I'm very very excited for. So I I think I'm gonna spoil him. We he already has some uh some Jordan uh, Air Jordan onesies and all that kind of stuff. So we're he's already spoiled. He's already got a, a Dolphins jersey and everything. So he's ready. He's ready for the world. <laughs> I love it. So are you guys Dolphins fans in the house I assume? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Dolphins fan. It's it's complicated. But my my dad was a Damarino fan when I was growing up and so he got me a Damarino jersey when I was a little kid. And so I'm trying to indoctrinate my kid already with a with a little uh, he has a little Williamson uh, Dolphins onesie already, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm uh in the future I'm going to get my sons each of them. They're all going to have a a tiny little Jeter oh, that's, jersey. That's for them. Even though he doesn't play anymore, he's the greatest of all time in my oh yes, he's the goat. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Well, what is what's one piece of advice that you would give to someone looking to buy a house right now? I think like
1: there, we we talked a lot about the market, and a lot of people love to talk about timing the market and and thinking about you know the best monetary strategy for you. Um, but here here's something that you if if you're listening to this, you're like, I want to buy a house, but I don't really know anything yet. Here's what you do need to know, okay? Long term investing pretty much always works. So here's here's what you do. You find a house that you like, that you're gonna be happy in, that you and your family is going is are, are going to fit. And if you want to grow a family, maybe an extra bedroom or two. Um, and you stay there long term. That that's really all you need to know. Like like that, that is the that is the basics of Of owning a home as a primary residency owning a home over seven years almost always makes sense um so i would say just find something that makes a lot of sense for you find something that you're going to love find something that's going to make sense um, with your family and and where you're going to be happy and where you want to settle long term and just 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 get the house when it makes sense for your life don't don't think about um don't don't get super stressed about oh interest rates went down half a percent or they went up half a percent don't getting in all the weeds is is for me for people like you are in real estate or where we can focus on all that stuff and and give recommendations based on that but but for your family just just think about when it makes sense for your family don't don't worry about all the uh,
0: crazy heady stuff that's great advice i i would concur with that definitely think about when is right for you guys and you guys go through uh and all the rest will work out i mean the lord's going to take care of his children all the time so uh well, thank you, Zach, for joining me on Musings of an Extrovert. Uh, it's always fun having guests on the podcast, so uh, I'd loved doing this. Um, to everyone else out there who is listening, uh, Zach, would you let them know all your contact info one more time, so that way they can reach out to you if they'd like to reach out?
1: Sure. So if you're in the central PA area or you know someone who's there and they're talking about buying a house or selling a house or or is going on, um, you can call me at 717 717- 398-7858. That's my that's my personal mobile phone number. I always pick it up. It's sitting right in front of me right now. I just got three texts that I have to answer after this. Um my uh, email is estate at gmail.com. And then again, you can find me on all socials. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok. Um Zach Williamson Real Estate is my YouTube channel. I'd love it if you guys checked it out. Um if you're interested in learning more about real estate, I'd love I'd love it to see you over there. So
0: awesome. Well, thank you, everyone who was watching. I hope you really enjoyed the podcast, and I hope you have a wonderful day. See ya.